The following program is a Podcast One.com production. And here it is. Oh, yeah. Why don't I hear you? Because uh, the energy is not. Because your mic's not plugged in. Plug that mic in, Mike. That's what I like about podcasting. Right, exactly. Emily's here. I'm here. I can hear you. I can hear everyone. And I'm so glad to be here. You're better. I am better. Yeah. Yeah. I took um, a lot. I I just pounded antibiotics all weekend. Did they have some cortisone also or just antibiotics? Antibiotics Mm. and some other weird stuff. But no, no, I don't know what it is. Cock? Prednisone? Cock. No, maybe. I don't remember. No, no cock. Um, Solimedrol? Methylprednisolone? I don't know. I'll show you that. Oh, oh, codeine. Cough syrup with codeine. Nice. That was really nice. That nice. knocked me out. Good. And um, I stopped. Z-Pack? Put the heart, yeah, Z- I did a Z-Pack, and mm-hmm. then I did something else. I don't know. I, I, I bet you did a little steroid pack. Show it to me. Show it. Wait, oh, isn't yeah. Z-Pack it, supposed to kill you now? No. Why? Oh, I don't know. Am I going to die here no. on the show? That could be good but the, the reason you got better from what you had. This, this and a Z-Pack, but that's different, right? What is this? Yeah, methylprednisolone. Like How do you know? You're so that's smart. Why, you must be a doctor. That's why you got well. The antibiotics didn't do shit. No, this no. is better. That's a but very. But I kind of miss the days. It's, it's and right. It's a very powerful anti-inflammatory. I just want to knock it out because you know why? Well, it's not knocking it out. I mean, you can't knock out a virus. No, you can't. Okay. But the inflammation from it, you can. Right. That's what I was coughing, is. and I think it's they give the antibiotics for just in case, just okay. in case they, they, it's not a virus, which is about a five percent chance. Right. So I feel good about it, but I think it's because I attended three porn shows in one week. Yeah, which Mike. I did the what? award shows, and I'm sorry you weren't there, Mike. I know, but you know, with my sex with Emily thing, I mean, I've never gone to this many porn. It's not, I'm not even, my show's not even about porn, but for whatever reason, I did the red carpet and all these porn shows. Friday night was the X Biz, and I did two hours of red carpet. I was on because you know when you got to be on, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I was like, my eyes were watering. Yeah, I was you coughing. Were, you were in, having encounters with all these people who were all porn stars. Well, they're all carrying. God virus. knows what yeah, I caught. God knows what you caught. God knows what I caught, and I had to leave, and I was out of there. I missed the awards, and then I slept for three days. That methylprednisolone. What are you doing with it now? Given you have screwed up the the dosing pattern. Well, I woke up this morning. What is I, your plan? My plan is just to take them all at once. No. I, okay. What do I do? What have you done I with them? Talk to you more. Well, okay. So last night I fell asleep, so I didn't take the last three. So I took them when I woke up this morning. That's fine. The okay. last three. Yeah, and then for today I'm good. So I'm day three. I've got to take at bedtime. Just I'm two. Like, Just do it again one. tonight. One. So fine. And then it. tomorrow I take three, three, In and the then morning. three and yeah, breakfast, bedtime before breakfast. Okay. You're done. Day six. I'm good. Yeah, I'm you're gonna be done. so much you're better. Good, yeah. yeah. So I'm a new person, but I was resting my voice so I could be on your podcast this week. I just, you know. Even though people think I'm trying to sound sexy, I'm not. I really appreciate you uh, coming in tonight. I love being here with uh, you guys. I haven't uh, let anybody know that this is the Mike and Drew podcast. <laughs> yes, and that's what it is. Tell us. Anybody is, downloading it might know that. Well, it's a good point, yeah. but uh, it might help to intro the show and yeah. say hello yeah. and introduce this woman that sure. just happens to Who be here. Who the hell am I talking about? Emily no Morse. No cares about antibiotics, yeah. From another fantastic podcast, one podcast, the Sex with Emily podcast. Yes. You had a uh, woman with a penis on the most recent. I did. And, yeah, and, she's transsexual. She did have butt implants. I didn't ask her about the butt implants, but you guys, you're professionals. You noticed that she had the butt implants. I didn't know. Well, Drew asked because she did have very shapely, voluminous She did have a voluminous ass And cheeks. it wasn't like, like like a fat ass. It was like if she was standing at the profile to right. you, they would stick out. Yeah. Which, right. Not not wide. Like, like a shelf. Yeah. It was interesting, though, because I've never really... I mean, I've talked to transsexuals, but I interview, interviewed her for the show, and the thing is, she still has her penis. Her whole thing is like, I'm the, you know, tranny with a 10-inch stick or whatever. So that's how I think she makes her money. Mia Isabella is the name of the podcast. It's been very popular. And she, she you know, she doesn't have any really 
feeling there, but I think she keeps the penis because men, she's got the website and they're interested in looking at that, but really she doesn't get any pleasure from the penis. So she's like woman all around, but then still has the penis, but she's going to get rid of it soon. She's what? She has the penis. So she did like, she you got said boobs. she's women all around. She's woman, but she's still got the penis, she's which is so C interesting. With, C with D. C with D. It really though, she's woman all around except for the most important well, body Well, that's part. what I'm thinking. It's like the most important thing that like you feel so woman because she's explaining to me the interesting thing is that if you're transsexual and it's mostly straight men that she's with, right? And I find that confusing. You have a penis and you're with straight men and how does that work? And she says they kind of avoid it or whatever, and she, you know. What do they go at? They go at her anus, and she has um, orgasms through her anus. I, I've told you many times before that if I was attra- a- attracted enough to a young lady that I got to the point where we went home together, mm. if she did not tell me and I got down to that region and found out she had a cock, I'm just I by that point I would fuck her ass. Really? Yeah. You would you would not be upset by the the penis? I'd anything. be mad. I'd be mad more so that. She tried to pull the wool over my eyes right, more, than, but not mad enough to leave. No, nah, if I if I'm ar- like I've already told Doctor Drew that my cock's like a shuttle, like a NASA, no, with, like a NASA. It's already sh- when the train leaves the station. It That's not station. true. Not all guys, really, dude. Dude, no, a lot of guys are a lot of guys would freak out. That I'd freak out at that too. Yeah, but but I mean, but generally speaking, men are leaving the station. They're leaving the station. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, she says that like I said, she's you know men hit because she's a beautiful woman. I mean, in the picture, she is. People men hit on her all the time. She has a she has a very nice presence about her. I will say that. Yeah. And she said that so so when you come up to her and she, I said, well, what do you do? You tell him right away, hey, I got a dick, and she's like, no, you know, I wait. But eventually, I tell him, and usually they're so intimate at that point that most men, ninety nine percent of men, are cool with the fact that I have a penis, straight men. Yeah, but those guys. There's something going on. Yeah, yeah they, there they, must be something they, else yeah. going on. Because my friend did that. My friend fucked a guy. Yeah, like, but a he, chick with a, a, yeah, with a, a, a chick, chick with a dick, and 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 he he said like, was it all about anal? Yeah, well, she what pulled. Else are you gonna do? She pulled. Like, he's like, I was not this. He was a bad dude, though. I mean, and I mean bad, like not like. Oh, he's kind of a he's kind of a, a prodigal son. He was a bad fucking guy. I mean, okay. he, he he beat women and he fucking murdered people. Uh, he was what, like one of the, like Lisos. Yeah. No, this guy was like a lid, but he he's like, look, I was hammered and I was coked up and I was, was I really wanted to get laid. And this chick was at the club and it was a chick. And he's like, she wasn't hot, but she certainly wasn't like I had, I did not know it was a guy. Right. And when I got home, I was like, listen, like, I don't care what you want now. You've got me to this point. You're getting your ass fucked. And he just <laughs> in taxi cab confessions, I, I saw a transgender complete surgical transgender. And he, she was saying that uh, she rarely told males that she was a man at one time. Oh. And they never okay. figured it they out. They probably never did if she doesn't have the D. Yeah. What country was it that did a, a dating game show like that? Where there's a, a, a very stunningly beautiful post-op yeah. transsexual yeah. Uh, who, who had become, become a woman. And they, they dated like a bachelorette thing. And, and finally, when it got to the end... Right before that's when they divulged. Yeah, it? when the guy won, oh. he's like, "Oh, I've by heard the way, about this. Oh, P.S. Just to let you know, now oh. that you've gone through all of this, I used to be a man. And what do you do? I, I'm, I don't remember. This was in the like maybe ten years ago, oh. but it was he wasn't happy. No, I can imagine not. Yeah, you, you know, everyone knows publicly. He's like embarrassed family. Yeah, a lot of guys can't roll with that. Oh no, I, I've gone past the point of giving a shit. About stuff like that, right? Like but a lot my, of people care. I thought you were going to rape half my uh, <laughs> staff tonight. I was going to fuck them what all. What happened? Were you on a show? Yeah, yeah. What'd you do? He well, and Drew's like Hot now. Staff? Now Drew's given up. I mean, Drew's 
Drew's. If he lets you in the door. <laughs> Drew's panels are such attractive people. It's almost it's almost like a comedy skit. I'm waiting for the Saturday Night Live skit of Dr. Drew on call on HLN. Oh, it's, really? It's I, now I, getting crazy. It's like Leanne Tweedin and fucking Jillian Barbary and Sam Sam Shocker. Like these girls are so hot. Like and they, they now you just you need to be like have a tenuous little connection to having like an opinion. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like and let's well, welcome they, Playmate. Well, they have to mix with the ones that do have opinions. As long as you mix a little substance. Yeah, yeah but he brought in a psychologist, yeah. too. Yeah. It was such a fucking hot chick and wearing the skin. Like, I, she was in the same studio as I, I was. I tune in more. I and she, kept, she yeah. had the shortest skirt on. <laughs> and I was trying to be prof- – I mean, I know this sounds dumb coming from me. But, I like, off, this was off the air. This was all kidding aside. I was okay. trying to be professional. She was really starts sh- texting me during yeah, yeah. my show. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, about the things he wants to do. No, no, the BD oh. – the, the, Large the, black – no, in the middle it of didn't show come room. through. I was, I was expecting one. Yeah, but I figured... You can't text him in the middle of the show. He's got a lot going on. I do just that all kidding. the time I now. I know you do. I'm just kidding. So, um, so how did you... But good ratings, right? I know there's substance because you're there. It's... it's Look, we are trying to reinvent talk, right? Yeah. Like, like make it different. They're trying. And it's like a panel show. Like, the view's a panel yeah, show. Exactly. And people have to be sort of telegenic. And it's a different group all the time. They have, But they have to have some... Either ability to do television right. and mix it up with the professionals. We right. have attorneys and psychologists and doctors, or they have to have professional status. They have to be licensed in something, right? I mean, or just licensed in hotness. N- n- no, nah, they can't just be hot. No, it's I'm not kidding. just. But it is getting crazy. Like oh, yeah. this panel, See, this is good there was for so much boner on the panel with me, and then stupid Jenny Hutt like gets mad at the other chicks because they're so much hotter than her. Oh, and so it's funny to me because she's like. Staring at these girls that clearly everybody's more interested in, yeah, regardless of their hard. her degrees, it doesn't right. matter. Yeah, and so she that starts degrees from what yeah, she wearing? they start throwing pot shots at these poor girls, oh. and I'm like, whoa, whoa, how dare you? You're insult- protecting Sam. Yeah, what kind of bars was she did? You know, <laughs> wow. wrong, I was thinking the same this thing. This sounds right? interesting. Everyone's going to. I it used out. to. I used to bone. Actually, I didn't. I don't think I ended up having sex there. <laughs> I, I don't, love when Mike tries to think if I don't remember. But no, I was like way sober. This was like in my bachelor years. Okay. Um, but I used to date uh, for sure. I used to date a girl that worked with Sam at, at that nightclub at that uh, that cowboy bar. No, 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 no. This was a oh, high the bottle end. club. The yeah, bottle the thing. bottle service. Yeah. Club. No, she was. She did bottle service. Nice. These guys, like Good and tips. and they would make like. You know, on a Friday or Saturday night, they make like three grand a night. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good money. Yeah, it's good money, dude. I was a cocktail waitress in college. I still think it was like my best job. Yeah, she was her. She said it was she. Got, she paid for college. Oh my god, I, yeah, totally. Me too. I drank for free, and and know. and then when people, Dudes, men do not have that option. No, it was like no. it was like what dollar pitcher night. And they gave me five bucks at the time. You could be a Brad Pitt looking motherfucker. What and there's no do? there's no male equivalent. Humping drywall. Well, I did hear well, last time I was on on. Jason's show when we asked uh, gay porn stars to call in because that claimed that that young man who got kicked out of school yes he he said he made ten grand or yeah. could, had the uh, he five grand yeah. ten grand um and that seemed like a lot to suppo- me well we were like that's that's insane yeah because then you do ten scenes a year yeah and you make more than most American that's a right. really good living you know um but if you're like a young twink and at le- and if you at least at one time proclaim to be straight. Uh, the guys were saying the male porn stars were calling gay porn stars were calling, and they're like eighty five hundred to twelve thousand, you know, to do gay porn. Yeah, Crazy. but that shit dies down. 
like does. as you get He's older, like a window. yeah, as right. you go and and you, and more, the more scenes of you there are, the less valuable right. you are. Right, you know? exactly. You don't want to saturate you're yourself not, you're too much. You're not, you're a spoiled twink. Yeah, though. you're not exactly. a newcomer. You know, I've learned a lot mm-hmm. about porn in the last three weeks. Gay porn stars, almost uniformly though, are roided out. Yeah, like yeah. Re- like not like buff. Like oh, they have a really good physique. They take good care of. Them. Like like way buff. Like bodybuilder buff. Yeah, almost all of them. Is Micah sends me pictures to fuck with me like i fuck with you yeah with text micah yeah. does that to me and uh, is your gay friend and micah my gay my, uh, my gay friend and gay stalker yeah. uh he sends me these texts of like uh pictures screen caps of like extreme gay porn mm-hmm. and and i have to say sometimes i'm intrigued because like he'll send me stuff that's not like it's not just like a guy having sex with another guy it's right. always like some extreme situation um and all the guys are like yoked like yoked out like wwe wrestlers like Huge, you can tell. Like, I would just think that gay men, they work out a lot. Oh, no, no, no. I, but you know. I you, see you, it. You see it. The human, listen, the human body, like, not only is not supposed to, actively works against being that lean. Right. So to be that lean and that big, your muscles don't, you can have big muscles. You eat a lot. Eat a lot of protein. Eat, eat a lot out. of calories. And, and lift heavy weights. And yeah. it'll happen. Yeah. And you can be really lean. You, I mean, I know it. I mean, you got to, but you got to constantly monitor your diet. But right. you'll be like me, 170 pounds at the big, at the biggest. Uh, to be both, to be like have veins in your abs and be 230 pounds, the, the human body doesn't do that it's on its own. Okay, it's but if got, they're all roided out, then how are they performing on screen? Doesn't because it during their the penis performance, yes, the only thing it affects though is the production of of seminal fluid from the prostate and the and the. The activity of the testes. It doesn't actually affect your penis. Okay, so they can see that's, a, that's a big okay. uh, misconception that steroids makes your dick shrink. It does make your ball shrink. Yeah. Without okay. question. It makes, makes, right. makes your dick more active. When my when I would when get boners. When you go on a cycle. Oh, Jesus. Uh, when I was roided out, when I would get a boner, um, it was like bigger and veinier. And like just like it's it's muscle tissue in there. I mean, it would get. Did you like it bigger and veinier? Did sex feel better? Uh, I like to promote steroids. No, I wouldn't. No, ever, but uh, right? I, I liked it. I liked my sex life on it when I was single and I was actually having sex. And uh, I, I liked it because uh, my libido was so high. Right. The big problem is coming off. Right. When you, when you come crash, off. crash, right? Yeah, it goes the What other do you way. do if you take other meds? Yep. To, yeah. Clomid, Novadex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I depend. You used to get a Novix during the cycle too. Though. A lot of guys used to. I used to do uh, a Rimadex. Rimadex, same thing. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It was what I'd run during. Yeah, and then or, or Formistane, I think it was called. Form, mm. form, anyway, but I'm uh, glad you're off all that stuff now. Yeah, and then at at the end, I would I would cycle off, like I would taper down on the Novadex or whatever it would be, and then ramp up Clomid and HCG. Mm. Does it affect your moods too? Like, do you get depressed when you go off it? Yeah. And... Oh, and you get manic when you're on. Yeah, I get depressed. depressed when I, I get depressed when I was on it. Yeah. Wow. I'd get, I'd get, and I, you know, everybody talks about like roid rage and stuff, but I'm a pretty even keeled dude. So I never got like roid rage, right. but it would definitely make my fuse a I'm little sure. shorter, you know? Right. If you were already an asshole, it probably would make got you it. roid rage. Good to know. Okay. Uh, How's your week? How you doing? I'm okay. Yeah. You seemed a little, mm, the other night when I saw your love line. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you do that and then you come light. I can't tell, but like, yeah. is everything Okay. I don't know. I think I'm getting freaked out about being a dad. I'm sure. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Those it's things. like it's feeling more real. Yeah. I mean, I got to go to these birthing classes and oh. stuff. So, like, I, I mean, now that I'm actually doing stuff as opposed to just having a right. fat. Right. Like, essentially. It makes it real. Essentially, up to this point, all I did was have a fatter wife. 
<laughs> now I like do stuff where it's like, oh fuck, I go and look at vaginas a lot and figure out how to massage her back. Other and, vaginas or just uh, fake prosthetic vagina. Fake, yeah, prosthetic, and then have to identify, you know, different parts, and right. then you know, learn about the cervix and the and the <laughs> cervical something. the cervical plug and what right. to do with the umbilical cord and and. Uh, sensitivity of the nipples when right. breastfeed i mean all that side now i'm actually going to like classes right. and that makes it more Real, and and sure. it's like you're like oh shit and, you run a bunch of other pregnant women too and well you know i i, I kind of weird things happen to men during pregnancy i got yeah. ma- i'm starting yeah. to get mad at myself because like I, was, I always had these preconceived ideas of myself during pregnancy no in my life as what you would be like as a dad, you mean? No, or? just as who I am as a person. Okay, okay. And now as I'm being faced with something that's so life-changing, yeah. I'm starting to realize maybe I had too grand an opinion of myself. What? You know, mm. like and like uh, that's the thing that's really depressing me. It's not Wait, like what the fuck are you talking about? I'm saying like... like you thought re- you'd be like cool and handling it all and smooth I'm definitely sailing? cool. I'm definitely excited about being a dad. I'm definitely way into my wife and way course, into my future course. child. We know that. The things that are like bumming me out is like, I never thought I'd be the type of guy who's like, well... I'm definitely going to have a lot less time to go to the gym and and uh, go for my walks by myself and, and meditate and all that. Right. And, like, I always thought, well, you're a dad now, so it, it, those kind of little sacrifices shouldn't make a difference. But they kind of do. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I'm not going to be able to yeah, really have my own, like, private. And even, even if I do end up saying, the fact that I... The fact that I am getting bummed out about the fact that right. I won't be able to do my favorite – my hobbies as much. Like I, I always thought I was bigger than that. I always thought I'd be – but I guess I'm a little more fucking vain and No, but like I think selfish you're totally than I thought tripping. I was. I think you're trying to find things like your future tripping on it. That's not going to happen. But I believe keeping all that stuff that is your daily routine that makes you the better Mike, like you have to still do those things. Well, yeah, you need to – but I'm trying to remember back. I think I, well, you, I, think I gagged on all that for a few years. Because it's stuff starts. Yeah, to take it's hard, over. right? Like you're but, not going to be every but day. It, but it doesn't matter. It suddenly doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I remember I was running a lot up until the pregnancy. I remember that. Yeah, I'm training like a like an Olympic athlete. Yeah, up but, until the point she gets birth, so that I, I can like be ready. But I don't think I could really continue it that much. Yeah, I don't think I did. I've been doing two days. It didn't matter. Like wow, three weeks. That's it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. You won't. You won't matter. I know. I, I try. I'm remember, hoping. I'm trying to remember the. I guess I because I was such, yeah. And you had I, triplets. I, I took, but I was also. It's like my medical practice was like having a set of triplets. You know, it was like it was so yeah. consuming. Oh my god! This was like there's another consuming thing coming. So have at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it'll be hard to. But I, I wouldn't even. Whatever. I can't tell you not to what to worry about. But I feel like you'll still find the time. Maybe not the first few weeks, first few months, but you'll get back into your routine because those things are so crucial to your mental health. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to keep doing them. At least some of it, just a lower level. Yeah. yeah, because like you need to meditate. My, you my, my friends, I got married. Your walks and stuff are gonna be with a stroller. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of the dogs, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be you know the dogs. Huh. Here's the other thing that happens: dogs become dogs. Yeah, people when you like have a hate baby. Their, they give them yeah, away. Like, they don't right. give them away. They just become dogs. <laughs> there will be nowhere pictures of your dogs on Instagram. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. But you know, I'm not gonna be that guy that puts a lot of like pictures of my kid on the Instagram though. So he says I don't now. Even, no, I, I'm you know why I'll take I'm gonna be exhausting batteries with taking pictures of You're my kids. I just don't think I'll be putting okay. them on public okay. display. We'll see. Every once in a while. Every, every okay. m- maybe one a month. It's like, oh my God, this is too cute. But I just don't, like... You want to be like I that. look at it this way. I'm not, certainly not a celebrity, but I have a lot more followers and a lot more attention on me than the average person. And my kid didn't sign up for that. Like, for instance, I don't even really put that many pictures of my wife. Right. You every don't. once in a while, I'll put a picture of my wife and I, or my wife doing something. 
but it's rare and few and far. I, I think that's, that's like, a good policy. You know, yeah. it's just like yeah. she. Sure. Did, I didn't. She didn't ask to be done to be put there. Right. Like my kids got dragged into a couple of things with life changes when mm-hmm. we were doing the daytime show. Mm-hmm. They're still pissed about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three years they don't. Ago. They don't like doing any of no. that stuff. They're never. None they, of them they are. Aspire. They are so. I don't know what word it is. They're so irritated with how television is, how television producers just bullshit everything. Right. Yeah. They just, they just made so they want crazy. nothing to do with your business. A, uh, a television. Not as far the, as that. yeah. Not television. Not no. in that regard. No, yeah. Okay, I, I think I think I think actually all three want to be performers though, not but just not in that. Not, not Jordan, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. But like Douglas, certainly your daughter sure. and Douglas. Yeah. Well, Plain wants to write, which is interesting. So that's that's yeah. honestly, man. Yeah. If she can do it well and be yeah. a female, I know she's got her whole life ahead of her, man. Yeah. She'd be she great balling dialogue. it up. Great dialogue. That's great. That's so mm. important. Not many people can do that. I know. When I first read, it, I was like, "Whoa, this oh, is that's not, great." This she's going for that. You She's know, got connections. You know, we were talking about Dr. Drew. Uh, by the way, Emily Morris from sexwithemily.com and the Sex with Emily podcast. She joins us this evening on the podcast. Thank you for coming in. I love it. You know mm-hmm. how we were talking about getting a brain scan for me on Loveline? The pex, yeah, the Dr. Sp- Amen scan. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but? Could, could I? No, I'm just yeah. trying to add. It's so popular and not popular. It's so common and such a big deal for men nowadays. Could I get a colonoscopy? Hell do you. 35 i'll be 35 in a month a little early i mean i I got my first one i was like 38 yeah i'm just thinking for the comedy of the radio i did one one on tv right yeah how funny would be on the radio with me getting my finger in my asshole you're asleep oh no i do it awake no you on the air no you wouldn't yeah i would you want it just for entertainment value yeah can we videotape it yeah yeah. okay okay back up to the doctor amen he does all the add work and all the cognitive well he does spec scans spec scans so you're gonna get that for what was because he injured himself with all the drugs he used. And oh, you want to see And the they're impact. starting to manipulate his medication a certain way. And I oh. thought, wow, it'd be interesting to make sure that... The- I've always wanted to... I've heard, read a lot about that, mm-hmm. Dr. Amos. You yeah. did it on... Was it either Sex Rehab or Celebrity Rehab? With celebrity Rehab, I did it on uh, Heidi Fleiss, yeah. Minnie McCready, and, and, Dennis, and Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Wow. Rodman had massive dysfunction. His temporal lobes... I don't know if people can really appreciate this. Yeah. Anybody who has any psychology or neurobiological yeah. background, his temporal lobes had no blood flow. And we, we hypothesized maybe he had like severe encephalitis when he was a kid or a head injury or something. There is a bunch of head injury history. Right, right. And his Shocking. frontal lobes were hyper-functioning. So he could focus on like one thing and isn't disturbed by anything in okay. the social surroundings because his temporal lobes aren't registering anything. Right. And the fear and novelty and, you know, valence, zero. Okay. Empty. But focus on like, like during group therapy, he right. would like read a book. Right. And there'd be people having horrible, have huge emotions around him. He'd still be like reading his book. And it's like, wow, he just doesn't. And that's all because of the drug use? No, he also had alcohol damage. He had what's called stippling, cortical stippling. He could actually see the alcohol brain damage. And Eamon said, you're going to have dementia in 10, 15 years. You don't stop drinking. Wow. Did he stop drinking? Whatever happened? Has he stopped? Stop drinking. No, I don't know. You see him in North Korea? No. I mean, I have seen a lot of things about him. But I don't he's know practically Cro-Magnon man, though. He, he, uh, he just but that's a temporal lobe dysfunction. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like when you hear him try to communicate. Right. I feel bad for that. This is actually, Me too. With, with, you know, the, the parts of the brain where the sort of self exists is neither of those, well, some of the temporal lobes, but, but he's a nice guy. Right. He's actually not a bad dude. He I just, don't think he means any harm to anybody. I just, no, he's actually kind of a good dude, but I think he's just... This this neurobiological right. stuff is leaving him. But is troubled. any of it like like from like hereditary? Like he already had that stuff, or is it all because of the it's alcohol? It's possible. Drugs? I read some stuff where people were theorizing that autistic spectrum can have scans like uh-huh. that. Okay. And so I brought an autistic guy in to evaluate him, 
And he didn't think he had autism per se, but he thought there was something maybe in that okay. z- zone going on. I, yeah. So. I'm in clinic. Is it here or is it in Northern California? It's in I Newport. Newport okay. Beach. So oh, good. Uh, I want to go. I want to get scanned. Yeah. My brain. I got a scan uh, for you. Planned. Yeah, what's that scan? Uh, it's, it's a vaginal. Still, he still worked up. It's a probe. I bet you have a beautiful vagina. See, these women on my show got him all spun. What they do? Yeah, but I'm I'm normally like this to. Why did you tell him they had beautiful vaginas? What happened? No, he just was all. Well, he's telling me. Well, would you like to read some? Of those yeah, I would like to read the text. Like, 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 yeah, in the middle of Doctor Drew's last show. I erased some of them because I. I they, yeah, I you get in trouble. Much. Yeah. Uh, where's there might have been a, there might have been a couple uh, felony uh, words in there. Uh oh. That's funny though. No, I no. love that Drew can handle it in the middle of the show. He's the multitasker. You can read. Don't ask me. You want to read those? Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it said, uh, so I, I originally, the, he erased a couple originally. Uh-huh. A bunch oh, of man. them. I erased a bunch right. of them. I, Leanne Tweeden, uh, who's had a long oh, yeah. career on television okay. and many different kind of genres of television, um, she was on there and she was like, as a mother, I, and I was like, boing. I was like <laughs> you, get, you got a kid? Yeah, she's like a 12-month-old. And then I was thinking to myself, like, well, she old. might have skyrocketed right to like the top three of MILFs. <laughs> right. Jessica Alba up there, you know. And so I texted Drew that. I was like, she let her know she's like in now the top three of all mills. And then he said, well, what about Carrie? Who? What's her last name? Carrie? Yeah, Keegan. Keegan, who's also way fucking hot. Okay. And I she's said, one of the panelists? Yeah. She's okay. got she's got a kid? And Drew says, no. I said, well, then she's not a MILF. Don't get me wrong, though. No, because you were, you were going on about Judy at that point. You went quickly from Leanne into Judy. And Judy Ho, yeah. And so I just thought we had to fill out the whole panel. with. I said, oh, my God. Did you have something to do with everybody I told panel? Judy, oh, I told Drew that I was going to fuck Judy's pussy so hard that it was going to make a cloaca. <laughs> I would just destroy her entire pelvis. What if he just says this stuff in the air? I mean, I know it would change I, that's the whole... What I, that's what I texted back. I'm going to say it. I'm going to show everybody. I got to crap. Oh, my. Bad, oh my that's God. God. That is God ah, speaking directly to you. Exactly. <laughs> doing bad things. Um, okay. Uh, this sounds fun, Drew. I just want to come watch the show. You got to come on. I want to come on again. Well, I know you I was on once. Maybe I wasn't that good. No, you were actually very good. You were more like, than once. You were like several times. You don't remember? Twi- twice. From San Francisco. It was back from San Francisco. No, no, no. I was twice when I lived in LA, but now I'm two blocks from San Francisco. No, the problem is they. Here's, here's the problem. You, you as television, were excellent. And I'm telling okay. you, everyone noted that. The problem is, for whatever reason, in that cable news audience, sex just bombs. Right. Bombs. But actually, nobody watching has it. And we tried it and tried it and tried it. What? Nobody watching your show has but it. I can talk about yeah. anything. Yeah, that's the actual, that's the, yeah. actually, Dr. Oz's people did extensive research I on know, it. and Bethany they, and the whole thing. Well, Oz had the same experience. They would bomb every time they did sex. And they were like, what the hell? Do you think you know, women at home want to watch this? Right. No, it's no, mostly 40-year-old women. Who aren't having sex and are pissed? Yeah, and they don't want to hear that people are having sex. So that's that's I why Jenny Hutt. But I can talk about hates on Sam. And I wrote that I said tell Jenny Hutt to shut her goddamn mouth about my sweet Sam, and that I will bukkake her. <laughs> was that, I wasn't okay, sure if you were bukkake Sam. This woman or, was or, nominated well, yeah. MILF of the Year at the Porn Awards the other night. Oh, that's pretty strong for a for a MILF porn star. The MILF porn star. What's her name? Do you know? I don't, I don't remember. MILF of the, that was I mean, that, she's, not, she's not on par with MILFs of the world. No, but, but for she MILFs was MILF of, of the porn. MILF of porn, she's right. It was interesting. Because Jessica but, Alba is so fucking hot, you want to throw your dick at her. Right. <laughs> when I, you tear it off. I, and not she even runs care in, if you get it back. She runs in the same circles as my wife. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, we'll, we'll bump into her and her and husband. And you whip at, your dick at her? And she'll be like, hey, there. And she'll, I'm like, oh, fuck. You're like, you almost, like, she honestly. She's so hot even when you see she her. She honestly is so hot that, like, you kind of lose sight of what she's saying right. like she <laughs> like, you're just like, so you're like she hypnotized you. you're like oh wow. jesus christ 
Uh, we got to take a real quick break. Uh, speaking of beautiful women that hypnotize you, Emily Morris is here from <laughs> sexwithemily.com. Don't move. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Holidays are coming up. Stores are going to be crazy, so why not skip the lines and buy everything on Amazon this year? That's what I do. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One, go to the Loveline landing page, click the Amazon banner, or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind and the sail of this production and this podcast, both Loveline and Mike and Drew and... Everything in Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mike and Dr. Drew Show, joined by the beautiful Sex with Emily uh, master, the the captain of Sex with Emily empire, uh, Emily Morse. Uh, check out her podcast, Sex with Emily, at Podcast One as well, right next to Dr. Drew and I. Um, well, I it's weird how uh, how my libido is like leveled out now that I'm a little older, Drew. Yeah, but I still like get angry about certain girls. Do you want to kill them? Yeah, because they're so hot. Yeah. This is like a running theme. It's an interesting. I, I've it never is met anybody that had that. He gets anger. Yeah, he wants to kill. It's them. not just like God. I saw some chicks. I want to bone them. Okay, what's for lunch? It's like you're angry and you. Bring yeah, them yeah. Wants to cut their heads off. Yeah, that's always the and impulse. throw his dick at them. <laughs> no, that was that that's was aggressive. That, oh, yeah, that's aggressive. just that's like an album. <laughs> but cutting the head off is a really interesting impulse. Yeah, it's my Aztec blood. Yeah. I think you just say because you know you're happily you're married and loving. No, no, he's it. been saying that way before he met his right. wife. Yeah. Now you still want to cut your dick off. No, yeah. no, forget him throwing the dick off. I wanted to. I wanted to. I remember. I remember. Like uh, you know when in, in you know the uh, old uh, like Roadrunner cartoons mm-hmm. where like Wiley Coyote he would go yeah. to smoke a cigar that the Roadrunner packed and it was actually dynamite. Yeah. When it blows up, it just blow up and his <laughs> and his head would just be off. Yes. That's what I want to do to my dick when I like about a month ago the the Victoria's Secret fashion show was on. I want to put dynamite in my dick. I was so angry. I just wanted to blow up my dick. That's right. what I was I'm thinking. Like the whole time, I was like, I just want to, 
Like it's just like a bomb off of my but cock. But I think, but I think that's an, that is an interesting impulse. You know, people right. when they get aggressive and crazy and manic and psychotic, they <laughs> cut their penises off. Right. Yeah. And I think it's in that zone they get so frustrated, and so intense. Yeah. That they, they just can't. They just can't. Right. Make it I, it's it's like on. Oh God, this is gonna sound horrible, but. It's like what I, and th- I don't know if this happens in real life, but I in like certain cre- real creepy movies, uh, pedophiles that want to stop, they cut their dicks off. Yeah. They're like, oh, I can't take right, it right, anymore. Seeing the beautiful I, I never, children, I, and they just I never like, see that. I get so I never see that. worked up over. Please call Drew if you ever have but, this impulse. But how does the, how does the cutting the dick off equate with cutting the head off? It's kind of an interesting association. There, because right? like I don't want to look at them for doing that. Like why would were you? Why would you be like that? Like the, the, it's it it. it Affects you so profoundly, you want to. It, it's they shouldn't do that to you anymore. And I don't cut their head I, off. Yeah, and I also can't imagine myself like hurting a woman with blunt force. So I just have to imagine like right. running by with like a like a sam. It just like one quick ching, like you're dead, head off. And have you always had this before you were committed, married? Like yes, whenever you sat with as long as I've known him. So I'm just wondering where the anger comes from. Why my, friend, my friend Ralph what, Garman then, okay. from the Kevin and Bean Show is like a like a like a legendary ladies' man and lo- right. and loves chicks and love and he's open about it. he's happily married now and a beautiful child. Right. But he t- he loves chicks and, t- and he said that like I he's never met anybody like me when it comes to like reading Maxim or Playboy. I, I get f- I, I get so worked up. I can't take it. I don't even know what to do. But is it? I want to but that's what back. it is. It's, is it's, it because it's, you want it's it and you can't have it? Is yeah, it just, yeah. And yeah. they're mad at them for doing that to him. <laughs> but you can't. You got to keep looking at the magazine. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't like stop. No, so they have, have to make you angry. They have to cut their heads off to make it stop. Right, exactly. Or is cut it, your penis off. One or the other. <laughs> cut the heads, so penis, whatever. It stop. Could you maybe not read them? So you can't stop that impulse either. I I have now. I have got to that, but where I just like try to regulate my access. But everyone now, on that computer now constantly. I watch TV. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm I watch TV. I'm surprised you hear the go, calls coming in on Loveline because all you're doing is. Looking. I don't look at that stuff during the show. During the it's show, break. during the break. show is my only time when I look at Facebook. That's what, during Loveline. I'll bring out Facebook, and that outside of this room is the only time I watch, look at that website. Right. And uh, that's my way. And then I'll look at like news sites too. Just, uh, sometimes I'll look at clothes because I know if I bring up like Egotastic or Hollywood Tuna or one of those fucking <laughs> way, I just, I, I'm gone. Right. And I'll take it out of the recallers. What do we do about this? I don't know. This is common, I guess. It's just your no. life work, your life. No, it's, it's, he's has an, ex- it's common. What is it? It's a common scale. He's on the top end of that scale. Top? I've never met anyone like this. It's fascinating. I have really high testosterone, too, I found out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. See, don't, doesn't that, isn't that a huge tie-in that he has high testosterone? Isn't what? A huge tie-in that he has high testosterone. Tie-in? Testo- yeah, of course. High testosterone. And I don't think it makes you more manly or anything, but no, I definitely it think it makes you more... Sexual impulse. Yeah, because like Stern was talking about how... You know, Howard Stern's in his 60s, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And he was talking about... He's like, I just can't... I get beat off every day, and I bang my beautiful wife all, like a couple times a day. Yeah. I just can't get enough. And he, had, he went and got tested uh, because you know he's at, at that age you, you constantly get tested right. and he's like yeah his, his testosterone levels are like off the charts and uh, like again I'm not trying to brag about being manly because a lot of MMA fighters and like guys who right. are, and, and marines and shit have really low testosterone it's not it has no correlation it's a but strange reading I yeah. do think it has a lot to do with libido or desire because um, I went to go get my blood test just I'd never had that done Right. But I had to for the pregnancy because my wife is some blood type right. where she needs to get some shot. Rogaine. If I'm a, okay, okay, and uh, so she they needed me to go get my blood work done, and and so while I was there, the uh, uh, endocrinologist did the whole thing, and I have like really high testosterone. So, right. so you, know the so you never knew that before. Uh, no, no, I never, never had any type of medical attention. 
Do you know the number? No, I, I, I could go get the piece of paper. Yeah, you don't but, remember at all. But is this the kind of thing with men testosterone? Is it like your whole life you've had it, or is it just increased? Or like how it did can it go up and down. Because that, it does. It can go up and down. Uh, but, but there's sort of, gen, you know, the zone. The, the, the testosterone is a very nefarious right. measurement. It is. Because yeah, yeah. normal is, you know, 200 to 1,200. Right. And no one really knows what normal is for a given individual in a okay. given situation. And Drew and I have had this conversation before because we're both interested in how hormones play out and, and how they affect. I mean, obviously, he, from a much more clinical standpoint, I, I when I got into health and nutrition and things like that, I always was curious. I mean, and, and I my big thing is I'm going to be the, the Willie Nelson or Woody Harrelson. What they were to like pro marijuana, I want to be to male to male hormone replacement because everyone I think by Mark McGuire and, and and Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, when they hear testosterone replacement therapy or testosterone therapy, mm-hmm. they think like guys roiding out to get thirty inch necks and fucking right. cute and back knee and stuff. And I'm saying this is a drug that, by all accounts, if used responsibly by a 50 year old man, could be life saving. Could, right. could improve their mood. Or their Absolutely. But look, save look, your marriage. Look how save com- your- here's how complicated. Like I, I'm a great example of how complicated this gets. So if I had taken pre- the testosterone before, which I was very interested in, but I was right. afraid to, I would have metastatic prostate cancer right now. It, f- prostate cancer feeds on right. testosterone. Uh, so now my prostate's out. And so one of the th- one of the things that I uh, sort of uh, taunted myself with was like, oh, maybe I can get on testosterone someday right. when I'm older, and now my prostate's out. I don't have to worry about prostate cancer, right. even though I have vascular disease in my family, which testosterone accelerates that. Right. So there's one concern. Well, my testosterone levels are like 600. Is that my normal testosterone level? I don't feel like it is. Right. I think I was probably 800 to 1,000. But there's no way to know that. But did you ever test it before? No, because like you don't, you don't you test did... a young man's testosterone. Right, right. So what is, and, and no one knows really, even, let's say, my, my, I'm high normal for my age. Is that okay. normal for me? Right, it's and, all different. And you know, let's, say, let's say they give me a little whiff of something. Is that worth the risk if I have some metastatic cells floating around somewhere that can feed off and accelerate their growth? Maybe I would never know about it for 20 years. Right. I might know about it in two years if I take exactly. testosterone. So this is how complicated it is. It is so complicated. But what would make you want to take it? I mean, do you because feel it, like Because I don't feel scared? like myself when I was 30. Right. I, right. I would no, like I to know. feel that way again. That'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Yeah. I know a lot of guys bemoan that. I yeah. hear that all the but time. But I'm not far off, but I think it would be pretty easy to yeah. get right back where I was. You try it off. be fun. Maybe, but I see the risks. I didn't realize. I feel I'm, like I'd have more energy. I'd have more vitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that same vein, I didn't realize I want to fuck Taylor Swift so much. Until so, yeah. that, well, that dress she wore at the Grammys. Right? Last hot. night, as those pictures, I was like, "Whoa!" I introduced I, when she was uh, a young star. I shared the stage with her on a oh, when we were doing upfronts for uh, Celebrity Rehab mm-hmm. of all things, I believe. She's talented, and um, she is tall as shit. Yeah. Did you see her towering over uh, uh, Ryan Seacrest? Yes. She, she was a half head over me. I know. With boots. She had like heels on. And uh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, she's nice. I just got interviewed today by um, Life and Style magazine about Taylor Swift. They want to know why is it so hard for men to date her? Is she ever going to find someone? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like because she sings about them or whatever. And it's like I guess all these celebrities dump her, all these side profiles. But I think that like if she dates guys that aren't ready to settle down. That's what I said. I'm like she's young. It's she's her. in her 20s. Everyone has tumultuous relationship in her 20s. Yeah. She happens to write about them. She needs a confident man who understands that their relationship might show up in a number one hit. Or, he, or she stayed older her. guys. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. More emotionally mature. She's what, like 22 now, 23? Oh, something's so young. Who knows? Who cares? She's right in fuckable category. That's all I know. Who isn't with you? You want to cut her who head off? Who don't you want to fuck? I'd love to have like a show like, who don't you want to fuck? That'd be a very short show. Name well, who don't you want to cut their head off? Do you want to cut her head off? Yeah, last night I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to Grammy stuff? Parties? No, Do you want to cut all my, all my 
panels up to fuck off them to, all. Oh yeah, dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mike and I should go on your show. That would be funny and just. I know, I know. I'm throw, I'll throw. I'll throw my. Talk about they better put us in different studios. I'll throw cum on you. I love that. Like a just insane Mike asylum. Um, insane asylum. Oh that's my god. Funny. Like Migs, you're funny. Do Mike. they love them? But they love them. Yeah. Yeah. No. No? I think a couple of them do. I think a couple of them do. No, my, yeah, my, You're still my, misunderstood. No, I don't know about the panels. Oh, yeah, we had uh, I had a, a journalist on with him one time from Atlanta. She goes, who is your wife? You are not married, are you? <laughs> and yeah. I was this close. TV. Again, tonight I was this close, too. I was this close to going, fuck you. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I remember right, I'm on TV. That, right, yeah, I can't uh, do that. Because, like, you know, don't bring my wife into this. Well. I mean, I brought her into this, but. You, you did, right. She was surprised that anyone well, married you. I, no, listen. The, these dumb fat whores were complaining because this super beautiful uh, Finnish woman, I believe, even Norwegian, Norwegian, fin- Norwegian, no, Norwegian Finnish, woman whatever, hot, started yes. posting pictures a day after she gave birth, and she's like a size zero. Oh right, and I she's in lingerie, yeah. Right. And so these women are all like yelling, and I'm like, "What did she do wrong? She has a beautiful body, and she wants to show it off." She's like, doing Pilates until she like walked into. I, the, you, I, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't understand. If she was a giant fat bitch and she lost a lot of weight, if she was, you know, some celebrity that was known for being overweight, right. lost a ton of weight and then posted, you'd be all, you go, girl. Right. But she happens to be a fitness model, gave birth, worked out right. like crazy during her pregnancy, gave birth and then showed like, this is what it can happen if you really follow a strict diet and work out well. They're clowning her like she's distorted somehow. Right. I'm like, this woman, should she's already in Norway. Just take her over to Oslo and give her the Nobel Prize. Because right. I'm about to baby, I'm about to fucking wallpaper my house <laughs> with her. Right. So, a picture of, so my pregnant I wife can I, come home and see what to do. I think you mentioned you were going to look at it in the shower. Women yes. have <laughs> a lot of issues with women. You know, we, look at other bodies. A lot of women aspire to be thin. They have weight issues. So many women struggle with weight issues. I mean, I even get this because I've been thin my whole life. I hate you. You're zero. Whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, okay, I've always been thin my whole life. But just to make you feel better, I don't know if it will. I've got other issues. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't got weight, I don't got the weight issues. Mm-hmm. I don't got the food issues. I eat whatever I want. You can fucking hate me for that. I'm a double zero, okay? But you don't want all my other issues that I have. Mm-hmm. I don't happen to have the weight thing. It's so a women weird do get thing. Pissed. So weight is huge. I know. I try no, to. And, and I am by no means uh, trying to bring down the community of, of the overweight or to make fun of people for being overweight. Right. No, it's But I do think issues. American culture right now, especially female American culture, it's really fucked up how... It's one they say you must accept us however you we are and it has nothing to do with it's it's essentially saying we're going to all collectively as a whole agree to lower the standards of our health of our uh, the quality of life and then not only are you going to accept it you can't even say anything about it or else you're shaming us. Right. And it's like what well, no no I'm not at all it has nothing to do with shaming anybody you're you know, some woman A is clearly more unhealthy than woman B. Woman A is clearly much more appealing to a larger group of people than woman B. And it has nothing to do with shaming anybody. If you choose to live that way, you want to eat your food, eat your food. But also, in the same way, it, 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 it seems odd to me that someone, if, you, if someone or a group of people is so adamant about you accepting them, it means to me that they're not accepting themselves. Right. That's a that's a clear sign that they have very little acceptance or tolerance for their own idea, you right. know, their own image. Right. You I can see they, that. I can see that people are, yes, exactly. That they're not accepting th- themselves, and so they turn all that outward trying to get other people well, to accept there, them. There, I'll tell you where there themselves. is a point to be made, which is that women 
men have become preoccupied with photographic images. Yes. Women seem to be desirous of living up to those images that men look at. Right. Which make no sense because in real life, men actually desire and chase a different kind of woman. Right. Someone with usually a little more padding and curves. That's much more sought after. Right. So they... They it's have a confusing. point. It's confusing. It's like, a lot of different messages. They, but they should be like taking the teaching women not to look at those pictures. Right. Men are going to look at it because that's what is attracts their eye. Right. Their eye gets attracted to that kind of image on a flat exactly. page. But in three dimensions, in life, they like something very different. Right. And exactly. you should feel good about that. I think, get that's, that message I think that's there. really the better But it's message. also like the biology thing, like women, you know, that men are attracted to youth and men are attracted to, yep. you know, certain type. But it doesn't mean that that's who they're going to date, but that's where their eye goes. Yes. Eyes go towards. A, a new study men's. called The Ironic Effects of Weight Stigma mm-hmm. in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology mm-hmm. says that exposure to weight stigmatizing news articles caused self-perceived overweight women but not women who did not perceive themselves as overweight. So okay. only women who perceive themselves as overweight. Which, okay. which we know, we're talking people, there are a lot of overweight people that don't perceive themselves as overweight. Correct. Right. Yeah. And, which is yeah. actually more troubling, frankly. Yes. Because right. they're not going to change. But yes. Anyway, so. uh, it caused these women who perceive themselves to be overweight to consume more calories and feel less capable of controlling their eating that makes sense. than exposure to non-stigmatizing articles. In other words... So, so the stigmatized articles shame them, and the shame makes them eat more. Right. So, so there's a there's an empiric piece of data to suggest we shouldn't be doing that to women. Right. It, exactly. it, it says it, essentially it says women who feel they have been discriminated against based on their weight are prone to pack on more weight. Right. Exactly. That makes well, sense. Well, they we do that in our society. Yeah. We discriminate against heavy people. We do absolutely probably more than any other group. Right. And then and then because they feel so bad about it to comfort themselves, mm-hmm. they go to food. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. There's an excellent article essentially about this this exact topic on tackymag.com, T A K I mag.com. It's a it's a it's a very interesting website. Uh, I got introduced to it by a trainer at uh, Jim Jones in Utah. It's like one of the most kind of prestigious gyms and training facilities in in the world. Uh, and I follow all these guys that train at, at Jim Jones uh, on Twitter, and he posted this article, and I got introduced to this website as well. But I, I want to make sure I get the article. Uh, Jim Goad, Jim G O A D, wrote this, this article called "Unacceptably Fat," and and it's it's an article about essentially this idea that it, it's become crazy. Like you're you're somehow wrong for pointing out someone for uh, well, but it's based on the data you a read lack before, of health. Right. You know, it but has nothing. The data, but it's the data you mentioned before that really makes right. that case this guy jim grode uh wrote and and just this one quick uh, excerpt he says i say we start a broad-based movement that accepts no one until they prove themselves worthy of acceptance let's reject and shame everyone straight out of the gates until we're given reasons to act otherwise acceptance would be earned rather than expected it would be a better world i feel better after saying that almost as if a huge weight has been lifted off my chest um yeah i mean it's it, you know, one can just uh, it, gather together and demand to be accepted. I mean, I, I really think that'd be like Nazis gathering right. around and being like, "You should just accept us. This is who we are. Mm. It's a free right. country, man." I want to. I want to hate all. Well, a lot of this with these women, it goes back to self esteem. Like, no matter what is their weight, like these things start in like such in childhood, and there's so many other things going on that they they've yeah. had it for a long time, and they're always going to be whether they have eating disorders. Like these are things that take a lifetime for them. Right, and, and I just want to point out, we got to wrap things up. I'm I'm in no way trying to say that we should. 
be able to make fun of people for being fat, or you no. should. It's a terrible idea, and everybody and there's obvi- probably underlying reasons why people gain weight and do th- and eat in certain ways. What I am saying is that the idea of pointing out someone's weight gain or just learning to accept an overall weight gain or a move towards it is also very, very wrong. Right. If for us to just lower the standards of what we should look like and what we should feel like because a lot more people are overweight is is entirely wrong. Yeah. We I don't think we're doing that. I feel like I there's been such a turn towards – We're really conflicted towards, about it. We're yeah. really conflicted. We're fat. We're food insecure. We're obese. We can't talk about it, but we should talk about it, but we can't. We have to, to tackle the problem, but we can't mention it. We're, we're very conflicted about it. Very conflicted. Uh, yeah, people. Oh, the Mike and Dr. Drew so podcast. Funny. Thank you so much to Emily Morse from Sex with Emily, a great podcast by that title, and also a website, sexwithemily.com. She's got a lot going on in her world, so support this young lady. And, uh, yeah, good night. Assalamu alaikum. We love you. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.